This episode of Echoes in the Bones is brought to you by the Institute of Cultural Policy and Innovation, ICPI. ICPI, providing services in business development and coaching. ICPI, leaders in online training in event planning and intellectual property. Visit our website today at www.icpi-ja.com. Welcome to Echoes in the Bones. My name is Dennis Howard. On this episode, we speak to Daniel Basra, an Akompong Maroon historian and a nutraceutical specialist. Welcome, Daniel. We want to start by asking you about something that has been controversial and been in the news all over the world, the cockpit country and some of the issues surrounding the cockpit country in terms of mining and uh, jurisdictions and all of that, you know. Explain what is the cockpit country. All right. So the, 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 the craft is in, is in creating, uh, attempting to create a coptic country as a geographical border. When it is a geological reality, it's two different things distinctly. You understand me? So the coptic country mountain range is demonstrated clearly when one looks at a topographical map of the island, it sees it runs all the way from west to east of the island. Now, that's the geological Coptic countries, a mountain range, white cast limestone, all of that. Now, the geographical borders of the indigenous territory is a whole nother thing. Now, in order to understand our geographical borders, let us go back to historical evidence, which is made evident in modern times in the book um, Young Warriors. Every maroon at 12, in a compound, every boy had to go through his rituals to make himself a man in the society. The final part of that ritual was carrying a message from the colonel of a compound to the colonel in Moortown. There is my geographical border. Mm. It's, it's clearly stated. Because we were never separate as a people. There was never a compound, Moortown, separating us. That's a craft that was, that was crafted after to make us look separate. We, were, we operated as one up in the mountain, just in different little villages mm. up in the mountain to, 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 to understand the craft, you know. We can show that the paper treaty that has been presented is a scam. First and foremost, it says the Trelawney Town Maroons. Mm -hmm. Now, Edward Trelawney was made the governor in 1738. There was not a parish named Trelawney until 1770. So there's no way a 1738 treaty can say the Trelawney town maroons when a parish never exists named so. Therein lies the root of a scam. Mm. Now again, in international law, for there to be a treaty, that treaty would have to have been crafted after several meetings. You cannot come to the initial meeting of two parties with a unilaterally crafted document and call that a treaty. A boy that this my daddy lunch money, I get angry when you're going to respect my father's hard working and what I extrapolated out of my brain based on the benefits of that. The history shows that the British put up the white flag. Now King George sent 600 of his prime soldiers that you would call um, Greenberries today, right? That, that standard. Because you killed 598 of them and leave two of them and cut off their ears and put them back to back on a horse and send them back and say, tell him to send more. 
that is when they said, you have to go figure out something. When King John said, I can tell him, saying, that's what he said. They say, um, when they hear them say, um, land of look behind, yeah. came from the fact that they were tired. That them tied the two man them back to back on the horse. And send them back to them with them ears cut yeah. off. And that is when they said, you have to figure out something with these people then. Because mm. we had no interface with them because we were brought here from the Spanish time. So at no point did we and them and those on the plantation have any interface. It was a perpetual war. They even the story of how the Spaniards brought us here, but Spain never went into Africa at any point for slaves. Spain never had an African colony until 1884 at the Treaty of Berlin, where she was given Mauritania yeah, yeah. and Morocco. Mm. Before that, Spain had no African colony, never went into Africa for slaves. So then that begs the question, where did Spain get all the blacks in, in, in um, Latin America? Uh, no, all the blacks in Cuba, Jamaica, Haiti, all over the Spanish colony. Where did Spain get them? Spain is yet to tell the world what she did with the Africans who invaded 1780, who she defeated after 700 years in 1490. Where are they? Do you know what is six, five, 700 years of black men sexing down Europe? Where are their offsprings? Mm. Those are the Latinos that were sent. Mm. Yeah. The mix. Where is the 700 years of black man? Okay, they are invaded. You call them Moors from the Castellano Spanish derogatory term Morro, meaning black. Where are they? That's who we are. If I was ruling you for 700 years, when you said my promise of 1505, I'm going to start take you That's why we had that spirit, because we were ruling them for 700 years. Two words. Their records show that. I've been to Salamanca, I've seen their records. I, 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 at the University of Havana, it's one of the 10 oldest universities in the world. I got access to the documents that led me to, to Salamanca. I saw, I worked as a librarian, every school I've ever got. Same in Cuba, I sought a job as a junior librarian in the school, I had access to the library. I'm going to spend time digging up my history and realize that, oh, they're not a scam that they have taught us. It's a scam of a war for the island between Britain and Spain. Now, let us bear in mind, coming out of 700 years of being ruled by Europe, when, when we were ruling Europe, all the royal families in Spain were in exile on the island called England. It is within that 700 years that England became powerful because in order to solidify yourself, everybody had to interbreed with the British royal family selling themselves. We must not forget that the King of England was married to Catherine of Aragon of Spain. They had a daughter called Isabella of Spain, who was also Elizabeth of England. So, after defeating us 1490, do you think they had anything to war about? They discovered our maps, they got our books. They... What would they have to war about? Spain would not fight for Jamaica when Spain had the entire Latin America. So, if they left Pen and Venables left England. Please, pray tell. As, as historians, as we were taught, told us, tell us how many ships they left with. From which port did they leave? When they got to Hispaniola, which port did they try to land and how many ships were sunk at sea Why they had to turn to Jamaica? Pray tell, explain how they passed Cuba with a serious Navy fleet for reach at Jamaica. Where did they land in Jamaica? Where was the Battle of Jamaica? Where is the records in England? If anybody who won Jamaica for England for the money we make for England, there's supposed to be a statue for him in England. Where is that? Neither in the Spanish records nor the British records are there any records of a war for the island. These are narratives. Them just Spain, they were all coming out of Euro unity in England. All they did was say, Spain said, listen, 
I'm going to put the blocks over the side there. Yo, France, you take that side there, the island. And leave me with the flat side. You give them the mountain side. You give the flat side for farmer. We keep that. Yo, me can't bother with the Jamaican. Jamaica, Cuba, and, and, and Haiti, at the end of the war in Spain, was a place where they chose and they discovered these land to use as a prison island to contain the bad asses who was running them so she could go plunder South America. If she never, if she never carry upon South America, we'd be running it. That's why even in South America where they brought some of us, you have the Peruvian Maroon, Los Cimarrones. Mm -hmm. um, you have Gaspar Yanga Maroons in the mountains of Mexico. You have the Palenqueros. Every Spanish colony in Cuba you have you have the, the, um, the Mambisi, lived up in the mountains of Sierra Maestra, never been slaves, joined Philip in the fight for freedom for Cuba. I'm an initiate of the Order of Abaco, secret order, out of Africa, unbroken, headquarters out of Cuba. You understand? Lots of narratives have been given to us that question on any international level. None of these things. Let us confront the embassy of Spain and ask them and see if they can deny it. 700 years from 1780 to 1490. Why was I taught that that was the Dark Ages? When that's the time when Europe came out of the darkness into our light. It's almost like the Vatican. The Vatican was our headquarters. It was our headquarters. The libraries, mm -hmm. they were not built by the church. The church can show you the historicity. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. what point were you able to build the yeah. Vatican if you rule from 1780 to 1490? Yeah. When you build it? When we invaded 1780, the Catholic Church was headquarters in Spain. It's a Spanish institution. Yeah. At what point did you become an Italian institution? Go and trick your dog. You're not going to trick me. The Maroon lands extend from Flagstaff in the west, past Flagstaff going into Westmoreland and the mountains of Westmoreland, all the way to the spine of the island in the middle, all the way to past Moortown. If you bear in mind that um, the marina in Portland was owned by the, by the Maroons and was leased to yeah. them. That means it's clear to the sea. Um, parity belongs to us. At 70, in reality, the state of Jamaica, as, um, as servants of the crown, is technically limited to wherever the crown was 1738. All else is land incursion. We can go now into the British records of the colonial parliament here, and you see the acts that they passed arbitrarily and unilaterally to seize maroon lands without inviting maroons to the table. And we have been so trained by them that anything in their records we assume is correct, right, true, just, and not criminal. And therein lies our error. That means all they had to do was write and say, um, anything they wrote, we would have read it now and assumed that it is fast because they wrote it. Again, you cannot come to the initial meeting of two parties with a unilaterally crafted document and purport it as a treaty. History shows that all Maroon leaders from every village was here when they surrendered to Kodjo. So we never saw it as separate, you know. It is a craft of British colonial government that went around and said, all right, like how we drafted this, like how we drafted this can paper called the Maroon Treaty, with all, like we was winners when it's we put up the white flag. In war, they say if they walk, it's because you win. Mm -hmm. If they had any position of authority, we would have had to walk to Black River. Mm -hmm. No, they had to walk blindfolded to the place they could never have found over almost 100 years. We were the winners. But they, they, have this, they, they have to sell this perception 
Here was the problem governor of treaty, sir. Mm. Godfrey told us that before he could bring about a treaty on which he had set his heart, he was obliged to tie himself up by a solemn oath not to fight against the Maroons. This was Kojo's overriding consideration in the moment of the treaty. Now it says, the oath in question is the famous Ashanti oath. Later, also performed in the Dutch treaties with their Maroons in Suriname. It involved the drawing of blood from both white officers and Maroon leaders, into which rum was poured, and the mixture was drunk by both parties. It is for this reason, to this day, the Maroons refer to their treaty as the Blood Treaty. Mm. The Ashanti Blood Oath. The text, cut your hand, make the blood drop in, cut my hand, make the blood drop in, throw some rum and some demental liquor and mix it up. Everybody where they drink, 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 that's it, you know. But if you go to Suriname, I can show you videos of man coming from Africa, running into, up in the mountain, rivers in Suriname. And start ball, look at him, book a man, we are talking language from Ghana. Ball. So, here's what it was. The invasion of Europe in 1780. It was an army gathered from East, East, Central, West, North Africa. Now, geographically, Hannibal never put an arm on most of an army. However, the rules of war say it is the general who is most familiar with the terrain that leads the incursion. From Morocco, from, from the landing now called Morocco, it was not called Morocco then, it was called Carthahadas, from where they get Carthage. Carthahadas. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Now from Carthahadas, you see, I've been there. I've been to Spain, I've been on both sides. And from Spain, you see Africa right across the waters. From Africa, you see the Strait yeah. of Gibraltar across the waters. You can swim it. <laughs> so clearly, we put Hannibal in charge of the incursion because he was geographically more aware of the area. That is how Hannibal name called. At the time, when we invaded, there was no Arabs there. The Arabs were placed there after when we invaded. Okay, so one of the things is the so-called Crusades. There was not about Jerusalem, it was about them after we had invaded them, staying from England and invading Africa, mm -hmm. using the Arabs and the, the, the three million children they had gathered and given to the Arabs to use as warriors. That's why the, the Arabs were placed along North Africa to protect us ever coming at Europe. Remember, they cannot give us within history the name of the, 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 the sheikh or whoever who invaded Egypt, invaded Morocco, invaded all of the North African countries. Well, at what point were they there? They just obscure this in their narratives. So when we say literally rewrite, we have to rewrite fully because what they gave us as a story is just that. A story. These are serious errors of understanding that have been made to be commonplace. So the so the so-called going to the Holy Land, because if you look at a map, you know, there's no way. It, in 131200, Europe was backward. There was nobody leaving Europe about them going to no pilgrimage to Jerusalem. And to leave from Europe to go to Jerusalem, if you look at a map, you will see that was impossible because you're passing straight through Arab lands from Europe if you intend to do that. Any attempt to teach you history without simultaneously teaching the geography is a scam. Because yep. the history yeah. never happened in Athena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when one assesses the geography, <coughs> you find that, no, it's impossible. The plundering of Egypt. Remember, at the same time that the so-called Nice Templar 
Just them plundering our temples in Egypt. That's where they came up with the Masonic craft by getting some of our knowledge. Not all, but some. As and, I mean, and even the, the story of their origin is a bullshit argument. No, well, you see, the story of their origin as a people, mm. it's as simple as this. If I get an O-negative carrying white woman pregnant, her body is going to attack that fetus and kill it as a foreign invasion unless she gets a medication called Rogan. However, a mule, a donkey carries a horse's seed, to a mule because they are the same species. The fact that her body rejects the seed created by bees is evident that we are clearly not the same species. They are sulfur-based. You shave a monkey, your skin looks exactly like them. I have baby mothers who are medical doctors who practice that. I have photographs of how many white babies constantly being born with tails. You never have black babies being born with tails. They, occasionally they pop up, it carries over. We are selenium based, they are sulfur based. They have the, monk, the research monkey gene, but they sit at the top of the science and try to scam you. That is best displayed in the line when the 33rd degree Freemason, um, Neil Armstrong, claimed to have landed on the moon. He gave you a Masonic code. Yeah. He says, You see, we are Alpha Celestial man, they are mankind, a kind of man. They told him. So he says, one small step for man, meaning for us who have been ancient celestial travelers, going to the moon would have been mm. a small step. Yeah. But for them who is mankind, it's a giant leap. For mankind. Blues and spirits, it's plain there. One small step for man, mm. but a giant leap for mankind. <laughs> they are a kind of man. You see, our invasion of Europe was because they had arisen to sentient beings and we didn't want to eradicate them because they're what you call a genetic, a biological aberration on the planet. Mutation. We call them the aberrant man. So we were invading, but because they were sentient beings, we were like, let's screw them back to humanity. Because the cross between man and mankind creates human. Now, mankind can evolve to human. Human can evolve to alpha celestial man. Yeah. Now, had the moon not been placed around by the Alpha Select, by the Alpha Draconians, we are supposed to have naturally evoluted to three strand DNA to six to twelve. By the time you're twelve strand DNA, you're a living God. If we're doing what we're doing with two strand, imagine what we're doing with three. Imagine what we're doing with six. You command the four. We, that is what the so-called junk DNA is about. This is where it's at. So since you ask a question, we can go straight into the nitty-gritty of that reality you know because these are realities that we need to confront intelligently and challenge them and say prove me otherwise that this me i show say i saw it go show me say i saw it go that this is where we can provide evidence that it, this is how it go so the pyramid field in giza uh -huh. is we're going to show you exactly what it is we have shown it to you. Now, this is the pyramids. This is the Nile River. Yeah. This is the pyramids, right? Mm. But this is the night sky. Why is it a precision to scale replica? Yeah. This is the concept of as above, so below. Mm. It was a star map. We know it was a star map pointing to yeah. your original star of origin before we came to this earth. The only reason why there's A and B blood is because there was a being gestating on this planet that faced extinction. We observed that from where we were. 
and came here interpreted him to save him. It's almost like you see me, I got my bloodline are dead out, and you tell your son, them say, Yo, the sex of Daniel's six daughter, them so them the people they can come inherit by word. That is exactly what happened. In order to, to understand the gravity of, of what the, the scam that they're showing. Look at this. This is the constellation of Andromeda, being precision to scale along the Nile River. Yeah, yeah. We don't do this by buck Yeah. No, when you understand that this was created over 33 dynasties, over 6,000 years, it meant that not one pharaoh, no matter if you kill the next pharaoh in war, he did not deter from the predetermined plan laid down long time ago. That was the great Masonic work in doing this over 6,000 years. When they, now I'm going to give you ancient true history. When they realized that we were building this, do you know what they did? They bombed Egypt. Egypt could not have been naturally a desert else we would not have been able to have the food and whatever to sustain the society there. There's impossible on a water planet for there to be a desert naturally at the end of the world's second largest river. Now if you go and check the sand of Egypt, check the sand of Egypt, check the sand of, um, of New Mexico where they tested nuclear bombs, you see it's the same thing. All deserts on this planet as a water planet, a result of ancient nuclear conflagration. Basically, because we buy into this Jesus got 2,000 years of creation story. Stepping outside of that paradigm is scary for most of us. But the history shows that that's, that's exactly what it was. They are mankind, that's weird. They can't even tell you the truth of their origins. Now, why is the Earth the only planet tilted by 23 degrees? All the other planets spin perfectly on their axis. Why is Earth tinted by 23 degrees? Mm. Because of the, the Zulu will tell you, if you look at Peter Muta, they'll tell you that the Zulu cosmology says that the moon was dragged across the sky as an empty egg by the Chitahuri, the reptilian lizard-like people. The Alpha Draconians, from where you get dragon and draconian, from the Alpha Draconian star system. Place the moon around Earth. When it tilted the earth, that 23 degree tilt is what created the cold zone that facilitates the gestation of white people. Mm. Remove the moon and the earth starts spinning perfectly on axis and everywhere is subtropical light. Yeah, true. Yeah. And so the mutate up itself. That's where they want to gestate, provide a kind of environment that could facilitate their low vibration frequency. And this is shamanic ancient traditional knowledge that you have to join with ancestors. This is what our ancestral societies and, 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 and shamanic mystic orders is about preserving as displayed in evil. This is how far it goes. You know. Let me show you now, even further said, this is how we build the Vatican. Now this is the Pope on his balcony on the 25th of December. Mm. On the 25th of December, if the Pope is here, when he looks up at the sky, he's going to see the same three stars that the ancestors say you come from, mm. they're positioned exactly above the Castillo de Angelo. See the three, this is reflecting these three stars. On the 4th of July, if you stand at Washington DC and sunrise, these same three stars are there. They mm. choose these days and build these monuments yeah. to celebrate our ritual ancient yeah. knowledge. Yeah. The first degree Masonic Lodge tracing board. Yeah. They say, this is what they give the first degree member of the Lodge to contemplate. Yeah. But they don't break it down and show them it's these three stars. So in the Lodge, I'm telling you about the three great lights of Freemasonry. It's these three G-class stars that are in the Pleiades star system. So he's a very conservative Freemasonry. came out of the building. That's why, that's why the original Grandmaster Imhotep who built the first pyramid, the step pyramid of Saqqara. That's what the secret society was over 33, 33 dynasties that we were building a star map. 
And you have to be initiated in the order to honor the average human being who never knows just thinking so with us a bill. Because they were not seeing it from above. They thought it was just arbitrarily being placed on the ground. That's what was the Masonic secret. That was a great Masonic work that they are now copying to try to bring a new world order. Our great Masonic work was building over 33 dynasties, building a complex on the earth. Star map precision to scale as above. This is weird, Sata. This, this is weird. This is, this, is, this is the kind of understanding that they wish we do not know. And those of us who know, they would hope we would choose not to share it and use it as a power pedestal over others. You understand me? But look, on Mars, on Sidonian Mars is the exact replica of that star system. And this is deception that has been played in us. Because we have been told all kinds of lies and everything. And then they put these men in top of us. John Woolmers was the grandmaster of the lodge. Like I had to tell the potentate for the mechanics was I had to remind him that you are 33 degrees, sir. You have not yet made a tenth of the circle. I am 1080.9. I have circled the circle three times and then some. I have knowledge of self, knowledge of the universe, and knowledge of the creative force you call God. Three circles. I said, you have not made a tenth of the circle. Come on. You think you're going to intimidate me because you have... I have no delving and I have no control mechanism you can use in your establishment to hold me because I'm not of your establishment. I seek none of its, its, its allocates. Not one. I understand my brain very early. I understand that there's a choice. You can get everything you Babylon can offer you if you do for a freedom side. If you choose to stand for your people and for your rights, you know, I get none of them things they know, but you have a right. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the show and give us a five-star review and even drop us a comment if something really stood out.